Hi everyone, my name's Az. I'm the CMO for Merkel Amir, where we work with some of the best brands in the world to transform their customer experiences. We've got some great speakers lined up for you today. Welcome to our podcast, discussing all the things that you need to deliver customer experience management. This is Connected. Hi everyone and thanks for joining today's podcast. Um, we're going to be talking about bringing digital and CRM together. It's a challenge that we're seeing quite a lot in the market at the moment so we just wanted to share our thoughts on that. My name is Matt Heffer, I'm VP at Alliance Solutions here at Merkle. So my role is to look after our Alliance strategy, um, how our clients are using technology and wrapping solutions around those to make sure that our clients can um, do exactly what we're going to talk about today. Um, I have with me two of our absolute gurus here at Merkle. I have Sharon Graffiti and Andy Ankara. Sharon, I hand over to you first just to do a quick intro. Oh, thanks, Matt. Thanks for that lovely intro. Um, yeah, I'm a senior director at Merkle um, and I work in the customer strategy and transformation part of the business, supporting our customers in transforming from a ways of working and also from a MarTech perspective as well. I'll hand over to Andy. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Matt. I don't think I can quite attest to the guru title, but uh, my, my formal role at Merkel is um, Senior Director and I head up our technology consulting practice in the UK. So very excited to be here talking with you today. Thanks both. So we wanted to talk a bit about how organisations can successfully bring their digital and CRM teams together um, and why that might be relevant at the moment. So it's probably a good idea if we start to talk about what challenges we're seeing with our clients at the moment. Um, Sharon, shall I come to you first just to talk a bit about the challenges that you're seeing? Yeah, absolutely. So the challenges we're seeing is that um, organisations are very siloed from a point of view of their teams, although we are um, starting to see some of those come together in the CRM and digital space, but we can talk about that a little bit later. Um, but the main challenges we see is that we've got those silos within teams, um, broken down within product pillars, but not only that, we've also got silos within um, the business and technical as well. Um, and there seems to be this sort of gap between those two areas. And, and, and we are seeing that with a lot of clients at the moment. So I mentioned at the start of the podcast that we're seeing quite a few clients wanting to change that. Do you think that technology is starting to enable that change? Absolutely. I think that the new technology that's coming down the line um, is starting to bring together those CRM and digital teams very much. Um, and also that technology is also helping drive those teams together as we start to sort of move into people moving into one application and not having separate applications. So it's more of a uh, integrated platform across those teams. Yeah, so things like customer data platforms and the marketing clouds and having their own um, customer data platforms as well, that's starting to bring teams together. And that's certainly something that I see from a um, alliances perspective as well. How about you, Andy? Is there any particular challenges that you're seeing with the clients you're working with? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think the, the CDP point is is very relevant to solving some of these challenges, but it goes quite broad, actually. We're, we're seeing 
I think the vast majority of organizations wanting to build closer relationships with their consumers. Um, we're seeing some apprehension around what some of the impending changes in the landscape mean for, for businesses, um, sort of privacy by design and uh, transition to a cookie-less world. We're seeing a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of a need for due diligence around making the best or most informed decision on, on technology investments. So to your point, Matt, you know, do you need a CDP? Should should you build? Should you buy? Who are the market leaders in the space? Or rather, what are the what are the key capabilities that you need to develop to actually achieve the outcomes you're trying to drive through that technology investment? And it touches on a lot of angles of technology as an enabler. Data is a, a massive enabler as well, but also, as Sharon alluded to, teams working together and the, the people and the process points are, are just so key to that. So a lot of challenges and a lot of work to be done to, to bring that together. Yeah, and I think there's been quite a strong focus on brands wanting to make best use of first party data due to the cookie changes that we're about to see. Although I did see that Google have delayed that by at least a year in the news this week. So we might start to see things slow down a little bit. But I, I think now most brands are on this journey to integrate what they're doing in terms of audiences and segments and actually communicating to a customer rather than to a customer on a channel. Um, I think we'll still see some momentum. Um, so what what role does organisational change play in um, the successful adoption of this new technology, Sharon? Um, so just picking up on the last point, we definitely also have seen a lot of customers from point of view focused on that first party data. Um, it has been a real key topic and um, interesting to see that delay. I think it just gives people more time to get organised because I don't think people are ready um, in their organisations. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So from an organisational change perspective, what we're seeing is um, organisations wanting to look at how they're currently structured within their teams. Um, we've seen a lot of organisations trying to make the first sort of journey into that by bringing together their digital and CRM teams under one team. Um, but we've got a lot of, a lot of other organisations who are taking that um, braver step of actually focusing their teams on a customer journey. So actually taking it through um, a customer states model of a sort of, you know, the find, win, grow, keep approach. So where we have teams focused on the find part of the journey, teams focused on the win, et cetera. And what we're finding there is you can then bring together multidiscipline teams um, and knowledge sharing so that we're bringing together the elements of media, we're bringing together the elements of personalization and CRM and loyalty into one cohesive journey. So we're breaking down those silos. Um, so we're seeing um, organizations making a move and a shift to that area as well. And that sounds like quite a big shift for any organization to make. Um, I'm working with some pretty, pretty big brands at the moment who are thinking about doing exactly that. But I think there's some nervousness within the clients themselves about how much change the business is willing to adopt. So have you seen any approaches um, to help with that? Yeah, absolutely. We do have clients who have that. So what we do is we do support them in transition states. So it might be that they're moving, uh, first of all, from a point of view of looking at it from a media personalization and CRM and loyalty, um, but putting into play and, and driving more analytics on customer state models so that you can actually flip that very easily and track people through that life, life cycle. Um, so that we can then transition into that fine wind grow keep. We've got one customer we've been working with recently who um, have moved to that model and found that 
uh, they've got significant improvements within their campaigns, within their processes and the way that people work together. Um, so, you know, we can see the benefits. The other thing also we advocate is putting in a commercial um, customer analyst into those teams. What we found is that when you have analytical resources sitting in those squads, um, that the teams are more performant and more effective. And what we're finding at the moment is there's a lot of uh, CRM teams out there who just don't know how to analyze the data and um, how to get the information they, they want. And having that analytics, analytics resource in there really, really does help with that. It's key to that change as well. Totally agree with you, Sharon. And um, do, you, do you think, Andy, that our clients need to change technology or can they make use of the technology they already have and kind of prove out the value before they invest in new technology? So there's that's it's always going to be a, a case by case thing. There's there's always going to be things that you can do to accelerate the value that you get from your existing assets, your existing data and tech, and just get them to to talk to each other a bit better. Um, you know, really build your your first party data so that you can make better informed decisions for for customers. Um, but there's also recognizing that some some capabilities are needed to develop as as new to really start to align experiences across channels and when we're talking about scaling to one-to-one -one personalizations and orchestrating in an omni-channel context it's all the all the buzzwords these days but it's where organizations are heading and when when you think about the the granularity of different combinations of experiences that we're talking about there it's simply impossible to to manage that without technology and without some of this technology that can act as that central decision brain and that central um, point of orchestration between the channels so i would say that some of the some of the technology is inevitable to driving that ambition it's just a question of when as an organization it's the right time to invest in that type of tech versus you know expanding your existing capabilities based on when it's actually going to have tangible value outcomes for your organization yeah, completely makes sense. And how, how would you suggest companies go about choosing the right technology, especially in the CXP place? So it's first of all, there's a, there's a, a hugely convoluted space out there. I mean, there's over 130 customer data platform vendors out there. So CDP vendors out there right now. And there's just so much noise in the market. I mean, if you're if you're hearing the, the sales plays from multiple vendors, I'm sure you'll be hearing a lot of the same patterns, a lot of the same promises. It's a bit of a minefield, to be honest, but what's what we really try to advocate before you approach a technology decision is being really aware of the use cases that you're trying to enable, um, both in the short, medium and long term. And that's a collaborative exercise that happens across all of your different functional teams. It's it's there's always the question of ownership of a bit of kit like a CDP, um, because inherently it's so far reaching across so many different channels. Um, but if you invest the time in really establishing those use cases and figuring out what capabilities you want to develop to enable your future vision, that's really the, the best way to steer the, the, I guess, the ultimate technology decision and make sure it's going to be future proof and not something that you have to re-implement down the line. Um, but I mean, we, we're increasingly seeing quite a big uptake in, in some of our consulting services around vendor selection. Um, so we we help clients to go through this process of, you know, going through use case ideation, coming up with assessment criteria that are guided by our view, our perspective on market leading capabilities, 
uh, and then feeding that into a vendor long list, a vendor short list for assessment and ultimately helping to manage that RFP process. And uh, the level of support the organizations need through that is going to vary from, from company to company. Some are very competent in managing that end-to-end -end process themselves uh, and some could benefit from some of that external perspective. So it really does vary, but we're just the, the key point I would advocate is just making sure you are identifying those use cases, you are aligning the business around the business case and setting that vision and sharing that across the organization. Um, and then, yeah, investing to make that informed decision. Yeah, and how about any new roles that we're seeing in the business, like a product owner type role or functions alongside IT? Is that helping to drive that change? Absolutely. Um, so that is definitely um, something that we're seeing um, from a point of view of organisations moving away from that sort of waterfall or even agile methodology to more of an agile methodology and having product owners driving um, clear value and aligning that to business outcomes. So that feeds down into those um, MarTech teams um, and can actually track and drive value on those use cases. The other thing also we are seeing in that MarTech layer is that people are now starting to recognise the need for putting in um, somebody who's bridging between technical and business um, so that those um, MarTech resources can actually support in making sure requirements are being executed uh, to business needs and having more of a business focus and being rather than IT led um, to make the project successful. Yeah, and I think that business outcomes point is really, really key. Um, I know some of the projects I've worked on clearly defining those business outcomes up front really helps to drive the teams towards a common goal. Absolutely. I mean, we see many time and time again going into customers where um, they're not tracking um, to the, those to the value of the salute of the technology um, and what the technology and process and people change is going to bring. So measuring that success is really important and key um, within it. Um, I think the other thing we're also seeing is that analytics and uh, content is king um, as we move through into this sort of new technology age around the adaptive and self-learning. So therefore it does change the mix of the teams um, and brings in uh, the need for more analytical resources and more content resources and less need for somebody to be building a massive campaign, um, say in a CRM system um, from that perspective. So we're really, you know, leveraging the data um, uh, coming in from the CDPs to drive the decisions that we're making. I think that's that's such an important point that you raised there, Sharon, because when when organizing organizations sorry, are, are approaching this idea of, you know, we want to get from one to some or one to, to many to one to one personalizations, so often the limiting factor is how you can scale your content and how you can scale the, the, the people, the teams needed to provide that analytics layer to provide the data needed to to decide you know what experiences match which individual so yeah i think i think it's really really key to to point that out and to be mindful of that before approaching any investments in new tech as well it's it's such a key point to, to get right first yeah content can be a massive blocker with long lead times to get new content created and um, with the clients that i've been working with we've started to talk about user-generated content there's millions and millions of people out there on social media that are creating content for you um, if you can implement a system that allows you to manage the image rights and choose the best content for your brands, we've seen um, massive uplifts in using social content in both digital and CRM, actually, um, especially in automotive. So just by putting a dog in the boot of a car, 
um, massively increases the engagement with an email that, that we had recently. You just you just don't tend to think about that. I don't think is the kind of the the personal touch um, with content and how that can help drive engagement. So yeah, good point, Andy. So as as we come up to close the podcast, um, could I ask each of you for your one key biggest takeaway? Um, Sharon, let's come to you first. I think um, my one key biggest takeaway is to um, think about how technology, um, you know, needs to be aligned into the organisation and vice versa. Um, I think, you know, by reorganising your teams in the right way um, really maximises the value of the technology. Um, and that if you don't, um, you know, do that, then, you you know, you jeopardise the success of leveraging um, that gap, that, you know, that value gap. So, um, you know, changing the process and, and reorganizing people is key to um, leveraging uh, the best out of either existing capabilities and technology you have or even new technology. And yeah I think my my closing thoughts sort of builds on that and it's it's really just start by making sure you've established a clear vision for what you want to achieve through this whether that's a you know a customer experience focus to drive some of the business benefits as a, as a secondary impact or whatever that vision may be um, and then coming up with some clear use cases of what you want to enable and then thinking about the, the gaps and capabilities that you may have and the gaps that you would need to fill in order to to achieve those use cases because it, it may be the case uh, for some organizations that you know you, you have pretty much what you need already with your existing tech setup with your existing data it's just better utilizing that um, in an in an aligned strategy a strategy that's integrated across channels um, so yeah I'd say yeah, start with the vision, start with the use cases, think about the capabilities and um, and go from there. Yeah, completely agree. Thanks both. And um, just one final thought from me is often digital and CRM are completely separate. So don't assume that CRM know what digital do and digital know what CRM do. So there might be some education that's needed up front just internally without bringing in any external advice just on um, actually taking each of those teams through what the other team's doing. And that actually might help to facilitate some of that um, alignment and bringing together of those teams um, ahead of defining those use cases. So definitely worth something to think about. So thank you all for listening. If you've got this far, thank you very much. And um, we look forward to speaking to you on our next podcast. Thanks to all our listeners for joining today's episode of Connected. We'll be back again in two weeks. Remember to subscribe and you can check out our website for more information on any of the topics we discuss at merkelink.com. We'll look forward to you joining us next time. Catch you soon.